0: What powers can one man have against the might of Caesar?
1: What do they fear? What do kings and emperors fear? They fear
2: the people
3: when they rise up like one man, like one man, like one man.
4: Influence? Do you want to see all you have worked for in your life lost in an uprising against... This
1: everybody. Welcome to the most unique format for a radio program you've ever heard in American history. John Persen here. It is actually Wednesday, July 26th, four days before I do my first broadcast on RBN. But uh, <clears throat> I'm going to be gone on the 13th of August. So I'm going to do two shows, the 30th and the 1st, the 30th and the 6th, excuse me, I can't do math, Uh, but then I'm going on a, a vacation that's been planned for a while, so on Sunday the 13th I'll be driving, and I'll assume right now is the 13th, and yeah, you're listening to this right now. Um, Like I said, from the trail. So I'm going to attempt to... I'm going to attempt to ramble here for two hours. Make sure... um, Sam will get it all chopped up. My producer, Sam. My producer, underpaid, Sam. Right? Make sure you people keep supporting the network. Because... That network's spent on a mission since it was founded to, again, lay hold of our republic as much as we can these days. You know, $31 trillion in debt, but there's obviously every single avenue available under the sun. You know, I used to argue with my dad who passed away about a year and a half ago and that's an interesting story we could talk about that too but uh you know I was I was talking about free speech back in like 2008 and my my dad was saying to me where don't you have free speech what can't you say and i've recently been having uh discussions with other family members and the bottom line is that that's really true we all do have freedom of speech we absolutely have freedom of speech we just don't have freedom from consequences for that speech so we know who the enemy is a lot of us know what the truth is but how many of us are truly living under fear of saying that truths or those truths in public. You know, I mean, this was going on as recently as Trump's first run for office in 2016. Everybody knew that, you know, Trump was this bombastic, obnoxious, whatever he was, and that was uh, that was going to screw up everybody's Thanksgiving dinner. That was going to screw up Christmas. All the families in America get together. Everybody's got politics, man. You know, come on. <laughs> you know, everybody's got politics. So uh, a lot of people don't want to hear it. A lot of people have, um, obviously, biases, they have low IQ, they have a love of money, a love of creature comforts, you know what I mean? And they don't want to sacrifice any of that stuff. Again, (laughs) I shouldn't say again, but, I mean, the parable, or not the parable, I forget. Sorry. We're not... At one point we're going to get to chapter and verse with me. Um, you know, but I'm always getting a thought here and there. Spent seven years in a fundamental, independent, separated Baptist church. I've told the story in numerous radio programs that I've been doing as a call-in, as a guest. But you know, I was put there for a reason, and I was in love with knowledge, and every time the doors were open at that church, it was a King James Version only church, you know, but every time the doors were open, I was there, I was there with my family, and I was there to learn, and I learned a lot, and now that everything's changed, you know, it talks about that, the spirit, the the water just wells up you know you're a well a vessel right a broken vessel but you're holding water right and the water's the word and the word just wells up inside of me and i get recall sometimes i gotta go look it up and then i gotta get the like i said chapter and verse so i could point it out to other people but uh where i was going with that is when the uh the man came to Man came to Jesus and he said, Sell all you have and give it to the poor and then follow me. Guy went away sorrowful. He was too attached to his things. You know. Um Jesus called the man. He called him. He knew what he was. Guy was a. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and place my bet that the guy was an Adamite, that the guy was an Israelite. And uh Jesus knew that, but he was one who did get attached to all of his material possessions and things around him, and because he was so attached to that, and that was his idol, you know, I mean, these people that have wealth and riches, you know, they, they, they think it's God's blessing. <laughs> they really do. Oh God's left me with material No he He let you use it for a while that's what he did Right <sighs> Give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's So if we're down here and we built all these houses and We have all this quote unquote money and or currency and or whatever the coin of the realm it is that we use then those things are those things. We all know you can't take it with you when you go, but we also know that the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all... And that's why, that's why we're not getting anywhere in this country. But anyway, I want to keep it zoomed out 30,000 feet here as best I can. Um, I've been listening to RBN for 15 years, Rayvolt, Robert Rayvolt's been on there for nine, he's the same age I am, pretty much, he's done his service, he can retire, I don't know if he's got a target marked on his calendar that when he hits his 10th year he's going to step away from the microphone, but he, like me now, you know, we're just doing two hours a week, And two hours a week isn't a whole lot, but we're going to obviously go through our seven 24-hour days, and we're going to get woken up in the middle of the night with a thought. We're going to peruse whatever the hell it is, websites, social media. We're going to come across a person at a gas station or a grocery store or at work, and best thing for us to do, especially us elderly guys like me and Ray Ball, right? <laughs> us guy us guys in our early fifties. Best thing to do is write that shit down. Sorry. I gotta I gotta do better with the language, sorry. <laughs> sorry Sam. <laughs> I know better. But um no, we gotta write it down. So I got a couple pages of notes from my first show already, but I was on Twitter this morning, and for whatever reason, again, I'm gonna call it, everything's divine appointment with me. By the way, you should know that. I mean, this this is my appointed time to get on the radio, host a show. Um, I realize that. Maybe I don't have a pleasant voice. Maybe I don't have a pleasant demeanor. You know, I got videos on Rumble. You can watch me. But like I said, by divine appointment, because that's how history works. Uh, it's 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 my time to step up and do whatever. And now, again, I'm just another guy lending a voice to quote unquote saving the republic. I'm not in competition with anybody. I have my own individual set of fingerprints. And at this point, and I think, certainly, I won't be monetizing any of my personal opinions here, okay? That's one of the things that's got me really down and annoyed. And actually, the other day, I almost changed my mind on that. Because there is so much money going to bad people, and obviously controlled opposition, there are so much, you know, I'm like, my gosh, if that money comes my way, I would take it, and I would throw it right back at the movement, okay, but again, that is, that's a sign of a grifter, me, Ray Volt, Giuseppe, whoever it is on here, if they say support the network, support the network. Because I've been there, I've listened to Stad Miller, I've called into Stad Miller. Um, the producer will tell you, him and I had a little chat behind the scenes last week and uh, over the weekend. And I told him, I'm a guy who came to your office in Round Rock, Texas and took stadmiller out to breakfast. And I gave him, if any of you listeners have heard about it over the years, and I'm sure you have, or the you know, the loyal um, I gave him one of the pieces of my collection of Americana which was a pocket constitution from 1860 that I bought on eBay. It's a pocket constitution. A guy signed his name in it in pencil. Um, and he put the date on there, 1860, and he worked, it it seemed he worked in a lighthouse in Maine, is what the guy did. But, that pocket constitution, which did have George Washington's farewell address in it and the Declaration of Independence, um, that was printed by, I believe it was printed by the state of Maine, okay, and... It's because the, the Lost 13th Amendment was uh, going to be ratified by 75% of the states. Three-quarters of the states were going to ratify it. And that was that Lost 13th Amendment of no titles of nobility can hold office in the United States. So, again, we had it. The Civil War broke out. Now we got a different 13th Amendment. And then, obviously, we have all the Reconstruction crap. Um... And, again, I'm not going to get into all that stuff. I mean, because I believe it's all there. I believe it's all accurate. I believe that, I, I, I again, guys like Larkin, Texas, people, Ralph Winterode. I mean, these people dig into this stuff. and that's. And, and, again, they're part of the body, and that's their talent. They dig into it, they understand it, and then they present it to us. I'm a different part of the body. I have... Again, I have my own unique set of fingerprints, so I've been called, quote unquote, in the body to do this for my little, during my little pilgrimage on Earth. Um, oh, and uh, hang on, so we are hiking again, and I'm going up. I'm going to be going up about six elevations. Um, they're decent, you know. They're not like seven eight hundred feet and i'm not in colorado here but uh i'll get a little winded so but i'll keep talking because i quit smoking and when the hell did i quit smoking 2000 i think actually yeah it was like i put a finger on the date february sixth of 2000 i quit smoking um i ran Cross country, well, I ran a little bit of track in high school. Might as well just park it here. Um, You're all going to have to deal with my ADHD, by the way. Sorry. (laughs) I'll be all over the map. But uh, the thoughts come, the thoughts go. Things are tied together by association. And uh, so... I'll certainly, uh, I'll stay, I just finished an elevation, so let me breathe, alright man, I got water with me, anyway, um, no, things are tied together by association, so uh, we're talking about the hiking, the breathing, the smoking, anyway, high school for me, again, ADHD kid, same story as everybody else. Everybody's got to read between the lines. You really do. And again, it's the same overall topic about uh, pharmacia or the, the pharmaceutical industry and what they've done. You know, I mean, God is not manufacturing people any different than he ever has. So the people are born and the people have a high intellect and the people have... Uh, personal inside detectors for, uh, BS, right? If you want to say BS. Hang on a second here. <clears throat> you got to get around. Oh. <clears throat> Morning. <clears throat> um, sorry about this. Is dead air time. It's a big no-no. Here's Sam going. Static, static, um, it's not static, but, <sighs> see, now I lost my train of thought, because, I mean, I, I talk pretty loud, but uh, there's only a few people on the on the trail, and if I get near somebody, I'm not going to, I'm going to interrupt my rant, I mean, because I, sometimes I get pretty worked up, and I'm going to call it spiritual, and the, I'm going to have my diarrhea of the mouth, or I'm going to be doing a Patriot or Bible dump on you folks. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I was talking about the smoking. So anyway, the same, same picture about the pharmaceuticals. You got these kids. They got their brains. They've got their internal, intrinsic gift from God, which is a bullshit detector. And early on, a lot of them find out that the people in authority over them are a bunch of hypocrites. And again, hypocrisy is... I mean, really, hypocrisy is the absolute worst crime. And I'll give it all to you right now. If I turn out to be some kind of hypocrite, I expect all you people to come at me with guns a blazing Because this morning, right now, I was uh, going back and forth on Twitter with some frickin' nick fuente's american first acolyte and i just called this guy out for telling him going yeah you want to follow that guy and his clan totally compromised everything he you want to follow that guy off a cliff man be my guest and the guy kept coming back at me and so i'm like you're just digging yourself a hole buddy but at one point i told him i said you know what buddy call in on Sunday, July 30th, Uh, get your army, get your American First Army to call in, and I'll take all you guys on one by one, and you watch, so, now that it's August 13th, and Sam's playing this, July 30th already happened, August 6th already happened, anyway, Like I said, I don't know what's going to happen. But, again, back to the point, me and all my tangents, right? I'm a tree. (laughs) I'm a rooted tree. I'm growing, and here's a branch, and here's a branch, and here's a branch. Anyway, um, and here's the fruit on that branch. Or maybe it's bad fruit, and it needs to be cut down. Anyway, but like I said, if if I become a hypocrite, okay, if I monetize myself and try to... Make merchandise out of people and get them to pay my bills. You guys, I put me in front of a firing squad at that point, because I've always been this guy. Saving this republic is not a money-making endeavor. It's just not. I'm sorry. Um, And like I said, I'm not being one of those guys. And I think uh, a lot of people would be extremely surprised about how poor I actually am. I mean, guys, I got a 500 credit score. Married, divorced, walked away from my mortgage at one point, five kids, you know, again, I'm not a victim of anything. And... I the mean, only thing I can regret is going I did a bunch of stuff in the flesh that I didn't know I was doing but again in the grand scheme of things divine appointment hard lessons learned are never forgotten if some people want to keep ramming the fat head against the wall uh, kind of like the what do we call it in our Movement definition of insanity we keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, expecting a different result. So, anyway, let's keep it going. Um, and believe me, I got two hours to kill, so I think we're doing just fine. Um, so yeah, so I'm a kid, and I, I, I'm my mind needs to be stimulated. I'm, I'm sitting in. Let's see. I went. I, I went first and second grade in a public school. That didn't matter. And then I got put in a Catholic grade school because that was uh, my mother's. Um, that was her. She was Long Island Catholic, is what she was, with uh, brothers and such, uh, uncles. That were in World War II, stuff like that. So, um, 100% Irish, last name, my mother, uh, whiskey drinkers, Scotch drinkers, I mean, just real bona fide, stereotypical Irish Catholics. That was her family. So, she wanted us all in a Catholic school. So, third grade, I went to the Catholic school. And again, it's, you know, I mean, that's, that's a lot of discipline. That was when, that still was. 1970, help, help a brother out here. Can't do any math, is that right? Whatever, man, late 70s, okay? <laughs> Mid to late 70s, I get dropped in the Catholic grade school. And the uh, priests and nuns could still physically take a hand to you Um, It wasn't like the movie Heaven Help Us. Nobody was rapping me on the knuckles with a hard piece of wood. That wasn't happening. But I did have a nun who was about 400 pounds. And one time she, you know, I was, again, I'm I'm getting animated. I'm a little kid. I'm hyperactive, you know. I'm a comedian. I'm the class clown. And she just, she grabbed me. And like I said, I'll never forget this, but she just grabbed me. And she just bear hugged me and had me immobile for, I don't know, probably only 35 seconds. But, you know, to a kid my age in fourth grade, that was like an eternity, (laughs) you know. But nonetheless, it doesn't matter. I mean, they, you know, I mean, you know, when uh, Yahweh steps in and uh, immobilizes somebody, you know, you end up in a car accident or some other thing and... You're laying in a hospital bed. All you can do is look up. So people get sidelined from time to time. Uh Again, we got more original thoughts bubbling up in my head, but I got to, again, finish the background here. So anyway, I'm in the Catholic grade school. Um My mother was an alcoholic. Um, my dad sent her off to rehab twice to sober up, and she just couldn't. She just couldn't leave the drink. So that was her weakness. And anyway, they they got divorced. But again, I'm the youngest child in my family, so my whole thing is survival at that point. My brother and sister can come and go. They're older. They can come and go as they please, go play with their friends. I couldn't go anywhere. So again, don't have any... You know, I, I, like I said, I'm not a victim. I don't have any tragic physical abuse stories. You know, I've had some moments, but I'm not going to dwell on that or relieve that to anybody, it's just typical, <laughs> you know, what happens, and it does suck that kids suffer uh, under, you know, parental abuse because of substance abuse or whatever you want to call it, I mean, that's, uh, everybody just hates that, they just do, um, and that's normal, but again, like I said, by divine appointment, all these things happen for a reason. They get uh, they get uh, they get cataloged in the person's life. They steer the person, you know, like uh, like a bumper in a pinball machine. It'll push and pull the person. Now I shouldn't say pull because that's gravity in a pinball machine. But anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. And like I said, the planet. Or, didn't say, but I'm going to say, I always... I get all these little colloquialisms that are this little... Anyway, sorry. Um, no, we're a planet of 7 billion people here. And we're not overpopulated, by the way. And, again, maybe we'll have that discussion in some radio program. There's plenty of room out there for everybody. But, uh, um, you know, I mean, again, what's what's going on? What's going on? Like... Like, right now, on Twitter, when I get all patriotic and I keep it to the the United States of America and preserving this republic, I keep pulling out this one page from John Locke's Two Treatises on Civil Government, which he authored in 1689. I mean, I'm talking about John Locke, right? Oh, oh I almost fell down. Oh, that's a big step up. Um, hope we didn't pull any muscles or twist any knees. Um, talking about something John Locke wrote over 300 years ago you know what I mean almost 400 years ago think about that so these people come in in every generation and Yahweh uses them not to be leaders but to be a part of the body which in the grand scheme of things, always proves out the laws of nature and nature's God. That's it. The laws of nature and nature's God, as our founders penned it in our founding documents, is, uh, they're binding upon all mankind. They are. They're binding upon all mankind. And it's so easy now To win the patriotic debate, because that's what everybody's gotten away from. And we know who did it, and we know, and we get it. Propaganda, public education, this, that, and the other. It's taken them a long long time to get us here, but as far as this republic is concerned, our abandonment of the laws of nature and nature's God, our unwillingness to uphold them, is why we're here. And go back and read your Bible. Every time the Israelites did that, every time they did it, judgment came. The punishment came. The captivity came. So many of them, whole generations were wiped out, killed. See what I mean? But, again, we're going to all keep... Populating the earth, generations are going to come and generations are going to go. And now, for this time, uh, I'm thinking I'm going to go ahead and step out and say what i got to say. Um, as far as the timeline goes, I'm coming up on a, the first real huge elevation. So we'll get winded, but we'll plow through this. Um, my youngest of five just graduated high school, so now I'm an em- empty nester. Um, I also, which I may have already said, I became a grandfather this month. So, one of my daughters has gotten herself married off, and she had a baby. So, now I'm a grandfather. Um, anyway, so, like I said, I'm going to do my thing. Again, if this is all flesh and this is a, my own personal ego, I, I mean... Yahweh strike me down because I deserve it. Because it's not about me. i got to be a vessel. And the vessel, like I said, it's so easy to make that message now. Uphold the laws of nature and nature's God. Or you're sunk. And that's white people. You're sunk. You Adamites. (laughs) I gave you, quote unquote, the land of milk and honey. But you went back to sinning against me trying to hide it, wouldn't repent of it, and then, at some point, your hypocrisy, your criminality, gets known, and everybody can see it in the public eye. And you're running around, quote unquote, invoking the name of God, you know, you have, somewhat of a, reputation, of being a, Quote unquote Christian, but I mean, there's just no way to reconcile your hypocrisy. You're a piece of filth. You're, you're Matthew 23, a whited sepulcher, a coffin, a glorious, white, beautiful coffin full of dead man's bones. So, anyway like i said if i'm that guy i want this to end yesterday that's why the best i can do to have any credibility is not monetize myself not worry about my popularity not hope to become a leader i mean i got i got great circumstances right now i'm down in tennessee But by all definitions, I'm a carpetbagger. Believe me, folks. I've already run for public office before. Um, And uh, been there, done that. I'm a better man for the experience. Having done that, having seen what I've seen. The machinery and all that stuff. I'm a better man for it. But I got no business... And hey, that's respect for Dixie. Okay? The Confederate States, Dixie. My respect for Dixie is there. I've I agree with Thomas D. Lorenzo and his three books about Lincoln. And I haven't read them all and I don't have. I just I'm sorry, I start reading, but Mr. ADHD goes to other places and I never finish what I start, but that's fine. <laughs> better i stick my nose in the bible but no i i i'm going to be one of those guys think the you know again from 30,000 feet i'm not getting down in the weeds with a lot of this stuff and i won't cuz i don't have any knowledge and that would be a personal fear of mine that somebody could come on air and just kick my ass with some truth <laughs> with some real facts because I was shooting my mouth off about something that I didn't have a full grasp and understanding of. Anyway, but again, like I said, that, goes to, that would go to my credibility. And uh, I want what I want, which is obviously, I would say the Republic restored. That's what a lot of us want. But at the end of the day, Yahweh is no respecter of Persons. The fact that we're a nation with borders, likewise, doesn't impress him. Uh, the fact that we don't secure our border is—I mean—that's just a message from him going, <laughs> "Watch and learn." <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting, like I said, all all distracted, but doesn't matter. I got to talk for two hours. This is, like I said, this is a pre-recorded show. For August 13th when I'm not available. Um, so. Again. So I'm an ADHD kid. Uh, Grown up in a house. Alcoholic mother. My. Like I said. My way to deal with that. Was to be a class clown. Um, I would put forth levity. As a distraction. That was my thing. I love funny movies from the 80's. I love stand-up comedy um a stalwart for memorizing all sorts of well put together movie clips one liners all that stuff in comedy movies i don't waste my time with horror flicks or drama certainly not anything contemporary there ain't no way in hell you could drag me to a movie theater and make me sit there for 2 hours <laughs> i just it ain't there ain't no way. I, I, there's no way. I'd waste my time doing that. Oh, sorry. You good? Uh, yeah. I just. Uh, <clears throat> I can't. I can't. I can't do that. Uh, it, it, like I said, it's the same thing with the, with the Baptist Church. I, I got to feed the brain. I got to feed the intellect. I got to learn something every day. Actually, what's funny too is, in my collection of Americana, I do have, I do have a Noah Webster book from 1812. Lessons on Lessons on Speaking. Oh boy, what is it? Lessons on Speaking and Something Else. But it's it's, it's got all these little pithy proverbs in there. And one of those things was uh, that, you know, if you don't attend to knowledge every day or learn something or exercise this brain which is a muscle as we all heard you're just gonna you're just gonna lull away and slowly decay and die so i'll have to look that up at some point but again you know um again getting away from my (laughs) getting away from my childhood even further i see a lot of things in black and white and And obviously that's probably the biggest war we're up against right now is the fact that, you know, better than 90% of the planet, better than 90% of the planet is trying to gray some area of morality.
4: is calling to him now, and though he hears him, he looks out to see, cause somewhere out there lie his dreams, a story with no ending, until he finds his answers, he won't It's never too late Quietly knocking on the door He patiently stands waiting And though she hears him She sits steadfast in her chair Cause somewhere out there Never see Her hopes and dreams by waiting until she finds an answer, she won't be going nowhere. For her, it's not too late. It's not too late. The sun is never too late.
3: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
5: Corporate media dominates the American opinion.
1: They're trying to gray that thing. They're trying to personally excuse their own behavior, you know. And uh, way back in the days in the Baptist church, my pastor did the whole Exodus chapter 20, and we went through the Ten Commandments. No other gods before me. First commandment? (laughs) These, uh, these these people have made a God, they've made a God uh, out of their own selves. Um, hang on. Oh, gosh. You got it. Oh, you're lapping me. No. (laughs) Not yet, right? Um no the uh, <clears throat> they're making a they're making an idol out of their own selves and their own belief system I heard a wise man say once that the second strongest human drive next to hunger is rationalization let that one sink in I mean all you listeners you we've all walked through life we've all chewed some of the same dirt. You've seen people fall. You've seen people fall into temptation. You see people not able to get rid of it. You see people that go to counseling, even biblical counseling, the most fundamental, independent, separated Baptist church counseling for adultery, gambling, pornography, whatever it is, substance abuse. And then they keep going back to it. You know? Now, in the church you see that repetitive bad behavior over and over again, and you go, the spirit is not in him. Obviously, this person's not, quote-unquote, born again. We'll get to that in one of my programs, too. But um, Because I thought I was a born-again Christian on my way to heaven since age 14 until I was, I don't know, 40, maybe? (laughs) So, uh, you know, anyway... We we got rid of that, but uh, you know, nonetheless, um, that's what it is. It's it's rationalization. It's God's already forgiven me. I, my sins are forgiven, past, present, and future. I can do whatever the hell I want. That's a rationalization. If I fall into temptation again, look, folks, I'm a broken vessel. I still do things that. I wouldn't say they abhor me, but I'm like, I know better than that. I still do that. You know, um I've I like I said I, I got the the credit men will judge me by my credit score. But again, I'm not here to please men. Uphold the laws of nature and nature's God. Now, can only a perfect person uphold those? Can only a perfect person advocate for those? Does a person have to have the um, respect of persons before they can say, black and white, that's wrong, and if we keep doing it, it's going to invite judgment and destruction upon everybody, by the way. You know, that's what my Bible reads. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. The prophets come, and the prophets prophesy of the laws of nature, and nature's God, and they have the credibility, and the people are drawn to Him, and He's telling the truth, and they know it, and then they walk away, and they go right back to their sinning. And guess what? God goes, I'm done with all He is. Kill them all. And He kills them all, including the prophet. Including the prophet, folks. You know, get in get in touch with your morality or your mortality here. Get in touch with it. Because I'm here today and I could be gone the next. But you know what? Yahweh's gonna send somebody else in who's gonna keep saying the same message as it's always been done in world history or human history if you wanna call it that. He, he's got his messengers. I ain't talking about no remnant. Gosh, that's that's one of the well, again, we'll get into that some other time. I gotta quote unquote stay on time. Way, <laughs> I am way out here on this branch right now. But again, hopefully, you're enjoying it, listening to it, entertaining it. Um, so again, so again, back to I'm in the Catholic school. Um, you know, again, I'm a child, I'm you know, I got discipline at home, I've got discipline at the school. Um, When I'm not being fed intellectually, I'm your typical ADHD kid who is scribbling, doing something else, drawing on my paper, you know, I'm entertaining myself. That's what I'm doing, right? You know, Um, and and, and again, that's what what the ADHD drugs do, and anybody's welcome to call in the program, not today, obviously, it's pre-recorded, but explain how that works to me. I never went down that rabbit trail. I am interested, but um, Ritalin is speed. Am I right? It's it's a control two substance and it's speed. So you're giving a hyper kid speed and that's going to slow him down and make him you know, catatonic where he's listening to the teacher? (laughs) I mean, bottom line is with the with the, quote, i keep using that word pharmakia. Me and Ray Bolt love that word. But with the pharmaceuticals in your system, how in the hell does that not interfere with your brain function and your ability to focus? I, I can't imagine <laughs> a hyperactive kid on speed is going to be able to focus. But nonetheless, what is school? We know what it is. We know how it's a treadmill and a mechanism to dumb people down. Right, you just you you got them on a treadmill, and uh, you know you give them the information, you make them regurgitate it on a test. It's a form of brainwashing, right? So, anyway, so like I said, I'm in school, I'm hyperactive, I'm doing all this. Uh, when there was an occasion and I didn't have to take my pill, I mean, I threw the pill in the toilet, flushed it down, threw it in the garbage, did whatever, fed it to the dog, I don't know. um, you know, and I think it was as simple as, I, I don't like the taste, the one, I remember the little blue pill. It had it, You put it on your tongue, and you get that little bitter taste. John, take your medicine, you know. So um, I don't, I, I can't recall if it made me feel a certain way. It was just, it, it's the same thing as clean your room, and you just walk out the back door. <laughs> That's all it was, just adolescent refusal to take my... Medicine, But like I said, here I am. Um, you know, I mean, again, I'm in the Catholic grade school. I can tell you now, I mean, I, you know, I threw a globe out the window, you know, the little, <laughs> in fourth grade. You know, I just, I just sort of remember it this way. You know, he's got the whole world in his hands. Up, oh, he dropped it. And I, I threw it out the second floor window. <laughs> I'll tell you what and my fourth grade teacher she grabbed my arm and she she had long enough nails she dug those in my arm and I had marks I had four little half moons from her four fingers under my armpit and I remember looking at those things they bruised they got thicker you know Um, But again, I don't lash out. I don't hate her. I don't, you know, I don't uh, start wearing uh, black goth outfits with chains and want to go in there and kill her. You know what I mean? Just, just, it's, again, it's just part of life. And like I said, the story's always the same. Uh, Those of us who have been blessed with high IQ and or intellect and or the BS detector, you know, um, it's, 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 it's a divine appointment for a later day. Um, so, like I said, that's my story.
0: You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network, because
4: you can handle the truth.